Welcome to our opinion. This is Saratoga Best. Chafei Adar. What is it? Birthday. Birthday. So what's birthday have to do with us, with you? And we said in the the sister sheer that went with this one, the audio that went with this one, we we ended with a question, which was, if we're entering a month that has to do with Chaydish Chiddush, and Chiddush would, Chiddush would really mean you're always stepping into a new moment and a new moment and living in a fresh, brand-new reality. So when that, you know, Parsha Sechidosh, when that Parsha Sechidosh bringing this new, brand-new Avaita, this new moment, this possibility of living with freshness and newness, when it comes out in Chafei Adar, what's that combination? What does that do for you? Because we're left with a question. You know, you, you want to say that a person, you know, their soul, their neshama can resonate with living in a brand new moment every second. For the for the soul, that's easy. For the neshama, that's easy. But in everyday life, you know, there's a lot of stuff that makes it really hard. So how do you do it? And we have this moment, and it's not very often, a year when Chafei Adar, the 25th of Adar, syncs up with, comes out on the same day as Parsha Sechidosh. And then we have a really unbelievable so, um, the, the the point is that Chafei Adar is a birthday. What kind of a birthday? The birthday of the world. Well, wh- when was the world born? So there are two times, Chafei Elo and Chafei Adar, because they're really two Rosh Hashanahs. They're two opinions. According according to Rebeliezer. The world was Rosh Hashanah's on Tishrei. And according to, um, right, so Rebellion, as it says, first to Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah. So when is the world born? Chafei Elo. Okay. But then there's Reb Yeshua, and he says Rosh Hashanah is the first of Nisan. That one's coming up soon. So then when is the world born? On Chafei Adar. Okay, so we've got this birth of the world. One of the two choices, the world is either born now, Chafei Adar, or Chafei Elo. And obviously, probably it's both. How can the world be born two times? These two opinions, they're obviously both true. How do you put them together? Because in the month of Nisan, on the first of Nisan, the world is really, you know, it's a Rosh Hashanah. But it's a Rosh Hashanah in which Hashem creates the world in thought. And that world that he creates remains in his thought. Now, you want to ask yourself a question. You know when you visualize, when you plan something? We spoke recently about the idea of a blueprint and then actually doing something and then bringing it to summation. You know, Aleph Base Gimel. And we know when you're, when you're dealing with a blueprint, it's always so perfect. It's so unbelievable. You know, if you're planning a a trip to the Far East, you're going to spend the whole summer traveling around the Far East. Everything in that that plan is perfect. The food is piping hot on the air. air. We said this in the last lecture. Food is piping hot on the plane, and you sit beside somebody who's very interesting to speak to, and all the reservations work out in the hotels, and everything just syncs up perfectly. And in your vision, ah, what a trip! Amazing! Except if 
that then you actually that's the Aleph phase, you know, the blueprint. But then if you when you actually go to do it, so sometimes the person on the plane next to you is snoring or or whatever and the food they forget the kosher food and 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 you have to whatever, eat your old stale sandwich from before. And 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 the, the and they messed up in the hotel and all those things go wrong. We know about that. So this world, this world is created in Hashem's thoughts, which it's Rosh Hashanah is the first of Nisan, which means the world is created six days before on Chafe Other and the twenty fifth of the other. This world is the world in Hashem's thoughts. Amazing. That's a perfect world. It doesn't leave his thoughts. It just stays in that beautiful, pristine blueprint phase that just is so uplifting and inspiring. Then you have another Rosh Hashanah, and that's the first Shishrei. That's the one that we celebrate, which means six days before the world is created on Chafei El. Now, that's a world that is actually, in this physical world, it's actually created. And that's a world that's... Uh, it's got a lot of problems. It's a struggle. It's it's. Some people call it the real world. We're not going to call it the real world. We're, we're not going to say the real world world that starts on on the first of Tishrei. That's the real one, and this one is not. They're both real. But one of those worlds is actual physical world. That's the Tishrei one, and the other one is more spiritual in Hashem's thought. They're both real. And in fact, today, in the past, let's say, 10 years, 20 years, when really people started embracing mainstream visualization in order to activate realities in your life. So we really work with that concept that this world of the first of Nisan, which remains in Hashem's thought, it's a real world. And we can so to speak, do lots of stuff with it. We can create it in an incredible way with it. It's actually more useful, and it's becoming more real all the time. You can really create, you can change and fix all kinds of things and heal all, all kinds of things by working with that world rather than that kind of stuck old world of the first of Tishrei. And there's a reason for it. Because the world as it's created in Tishrei is called Chetanyas Elemis. The world that's created is the external part of the world. And the one that's created in Nisan is Penis Almas. The internal, the deeper, the, the deeper part. Now, we could say the deeper is more real. And as we move into Yemaisa Mashiach, the deeper it is, the more real it is. That's a big shift from the days when everybody thought, if you, if you see it, the, the masculine way is, if you see it, it's real. And if you don't see it, it doesn't really exist. And the feminine way is, no, no, we can picture it. Very different. But now we're switching to that feminine way, which is that you don't have that feminine way, which is you don't have to see it with your eyes. You don't have to be able to touch it for it to be real. That That's the new way. So today, so sorry, this week when we come to Chafei Adler, it is the birth of the world, the penis of the, the, the penis of the world, the deeper world, the world that not only is it a deeper, more true world, but it is the world that doesn't leave Hashem's thought process. So it always remains in that pristine, beautiful, perfect um, blueprint 
phase. Doesn't mean it's not, as I said, it doesn't mean it's not real. It just doesn't get messy. It doesn't get corrupted. Because it stays in Hashem's thoughts. Better world seems like it. So that means that the birthday of the world on Chate Other, now that's the kind of birthday that you really want to step into and experience and start to live in that place. Because today we see that all the power that we have to change, to switch from Gaul to Gaul and upgrade is actually in learning to live in that world of Chafei Adar. And, and we'll give you a little background for a second, and that's why there are those two opinions, and they're both correct. You know, of, of those two stages, Reb Yeshua and um, Reb Eliezer. So we'll give you just for a second a little bit of background, a little more fill in of detail about these two worlds. You know, the actual world where you can touch it and feel it and see it and you have all the problems. And but that's, by the way, the world of Tishrei, how did Hashem create that world? He spoke. He spoke the, he spoke the Asar Mamaris, the Ten Sayings. He created the world through his speech. Once the speech goes out, it goes out outside of you. And when you speak, you usually speak because there's someone else in the room. If there's no one else in the room, you usually think. Speech is for someone outside of yourself. When Hashem wanted to create a world that looks like it's outside of him, he created it through speech. And he creates it through speech every single moment. And he does it on purpose for many reasons, including that this world that he creates through speech should appear as if it's separate from him. And, of course, so that we then, in this sense of separateness, look a little deeper to find out, are we really separate? Is the world really separate? Or is he really there? That's the uh, that's the million-dollar question. And it's uh, we know the answer. But the journey of figuring out the answer is fascinating and what transforms people's lives. So just to say a drop of background, the external world, the one from Tishrei, is the way it looks externally to your physical eyes. Looks separate. Looks separate from, from godliness. Looks separate from Melikos. Looks separate from Hashem. And it comes from Hashem's speech, as we said. And so everything we said, so it looks separate. And Panimis Ha'elamus, this world of Chafei Adar, is one with godliness, it's one with Hashem. And its existence comes from his speech. And like with us, when, we, when we're, sorry, it's, its existence comes from his thought. Like with us, when we're thinking, it remains within ourselves. So what do you do? What do you do with these two worlds? What do you do with these two birthdays? The birthday of the world just before Tishrei? With that one, you do tshuva. Because the Avaita of Tishrei is from below to above. You feel yourself distant from Hashem. Because he creates a world that seems separate. So you feel distant. And you work very hard to go back to him and return to your source. Because you're coming from feeling very far. And being far from him. 
And so on that level, you experience the world with all its struggles as being reality. You experience the world with all its struggles as being reality. And somebody has to come along in this Tishrei world where you have to do tshuva, this Tishrei Rosh Hashanah that came on Chafei Elo. You experience the struggles of the world of, you know, let's face reality, very nice. We'll think all these lectures, but let's face reality. You experience the problems of the world and the actual physical world as reality. It's separateness and the loneliness and the separateness of things as reality. And somebody really within that world has to come along and give you proof that there's really a God who runs this world. Because it's not so obvious. That's what it's like in that world. The world that starts on the first of Tishrei. Now let's take the other world. Nisan. If Rosh Hashanah is the first of Nisan, that world, so to speak, that's the Avaita of Tzadikim, that's from above to below. You start off being one with Hashem. You start off being close with and even one with Hashem. And therefore, what is your basic reality? Elokus. You feel godliness. You feel Hashem more tangibly than you feel the world because the world is kind of, you know, blueprint. You know, I'll believe it when I see it. You feel Hashem most powerfully. And the existence of the creations, um, you sort of need a proof for them. In other words, in the world that's born on Chafei Adar, you could say, well, how do I know there's really a world? It seems just like a vision. And you really don't know if there's a world. How can you know? There's nothing appearing in front of your eyes. There's nothing you can touch with your fingers. So how do you know? And it's really a, it's a, it's an interesting answer. How would you know? Because there's only one way to check reality. Check what is, what is and what is not. You look into Tyra and see what Tyra says. And that tells you what is true and what is not. What does Tyra say? Hashem in the beginning creates the heavens and the earth. Oh, huh, well I guess there's a world then. Well that's my proof. In other words, in this world that's born on Chatei Adar, you're not really going to know if there's a world, except Tyra tells you, so then you know there is. Because your eyes aren't going to help you. Your fingers and your toes are not going to help you. It's not that kind of a world. It's, just, it's, a, it's a higher frequency. So the, uh, the, what happens is that in that world, because Neshama's really relate to Pemis Island, that's the inner, deeper world more, the level of thought, we understand that every yid has a kayak, that you should feel that godliness is just simple reality. It's called Elokos Bepshitis Umetzias Bishachis. In this world that's born in Chafei Adar, you're really being empowered to feel godliness on the front burner and the world so to speak, on the back burner. The world seems like, you sure? You sure it's there? Right? But God means, yeah, obviously. Hashem, yeah, obviously. But a world, I, I think so. That's the world that's born on Chafei Adar. The world that's born on Chafei Elo, you know, for the first of Tishrei, that's one in which you say, come on, reality is the world and the struggles and the problems that's 
So, but here we are standing at a time of year when we're about we're we're about to to enter. We're about to get to the day of Kafe Adar. So this is this is our opportunity. And so in this in this birthday, the reason, as we said, the reason we know that there's a world is because Tyre says, "Bracious Baralikim, Hashem creates the world." So there, what is it going to lead us to do? It's going to lead us to do, to create a life in which everything that we do is actually created with a Tyridic Matthias, a Torah reality. That seems like that's normal for us. And when we're involved in this world that's born of a other, when we're involved with physical things that you have to do, you know, with your arms and your legs, etc., you have to eat, you have to sleep, and all of that, why do you do them? You do them because Tyra says. And how do you do them? You do everything for the sake of heaven, and you know Hashem in all your ways. When you're parking your car, that's a... a that's a means through which you know Hashem. The world, in this world of born and chafei other, you're given the ability to use everything in the world for its one and only true purpose. Reveal Hashem to everybody. Now, that one you do in a way of hachidish, chidish. This is referring back to the first audio in this series. Chaydish, the Chiddush. Everything's brand new, a brand new fresh moment, just born now. It's all about birth, every opportunity. In this world, I can't say, yeah, I know it already, I heard it already, I'm, this is my personality, this is him, this is her, this is the way they are. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. There are no old dogs and they're new. <laughs> it doesn't work that way in this world of Chafe Adar. Everything's hachaydish, hachaydish azelachem, chiddush. Everything's higher than the limitations of your nature. And so imagine that a day comes along when Parsha hachaydish, which is all about chiddush, the freshness of each moment, it comes out on the day of chafayadr. Now that's a combination. So Rashi says something about that. He says the Torah didn't have to begin the Torah would have, should have begun with the first mitzvah, and he brings, but he brings instead, Brachus Barlakimus Hashemayim. When it, when anything begins, when anything says in Torah, it should have been this way. It turns out that it is that way. And this is the first mitzvah. Hachidish Azelachem is the first mitzvah that we're, that we're given. So from that we understand that it is literally the Yisai, the beginning of the entire Tyra. The entire Tyra is founded on Hachidish, Hachidish. So when it comes to Chafei Adar, we're experiencing this Hachidish on Chafei Adar. Achaydish Azelachem Rosh Chodashim means Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the sixth day of creation, according to Rabbi Yeshua, the day when the world is created. 
And this is also connected to when Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov and his sons, that's us, was chosen. Rosh Chodesh of Gula was chosen, chosen. We were chosen together with the time. Because in this day, we were, when we were created, this Avaita was, was given to us at the same time. What is our Avaita? Chidush. Brand new. World created every single second. Geula. And so the creation as it is, the birthday on Chafei Adar, is the existence of a world came from above, from Hashem, and it has possibility to enable us to live completely differently. Because what we're learning from Parshas HaChadosh that comes out on Chafei Adar is the world is coming from Hashem. The truth of this world is HaChadosh HaZelachim. The old junk the old limitations that we think are so real are not real in a world that is created at every single second. And not only that, when Hashem said, should I create a world, he went to the, the Shamas of Tzadikim and asked, what do you think, should I do it? Should we do it? And his whole decision, and we said yes, and his whole decision was the tremendous tainu that he had in the creation, in creating us. Okay, so let's let's recap and say the following. We're coming to a very, very powerful moment. Kafe Adar. A creation, it's a real creation. It's a real birthday of the world. It's not, it's not a simulation. It's not a, it's a real, real birthday of the world. And that birthday enables us at this point in history to live in that kind of reality where, you know, you step into what you visualize and you, and you bring it into everyday life. You know, there are people who, they want a parking spot, so first they stop for a minute, they visualize themselves pulling in very comfortably to a parking spot, and and all of a sudden this parking spot appears, let's say, sometimes yes, sometimes no, and that's the way they live their lives. Should you? Well, leave it up to you to decide, but look at it this way. The Avayda of Chedesh HaZelechem is Chedesh. You know, well, it's a new world, you know, but we already drove around the block. There are no parking spots. Yeah, but Chedesh HaZelechem means Chedesh. That was the world of five minutes ago. What is, what is the world of, or even, even, let, you know, I went to the store and I wanted to buy a computer and I only wanted to spend $300 and nothing was under $700. Okay. Right? Let's say. Then somebody comes along and says, no, I'm going to buy one for, one for $300. You say, they don't have them here. He says, why? What do you mean they don't have them here? Why shouldn't they have them here? I already checked the prices. You're wasting your time. Go somewhere else. He says, what are you talking about? When did you check? Oh, five minutes ago. <laughs> five minutes ago. That was a long time ago. You wasted 
five minutes ago. You know how many times the world has been created since five minutes ago? You say to him, you know, you're, you're strange. He says, oh, you can think whatever you want. And he walks out of the store with a $300 computer. Because he stepped into, Hachaydish HaZelechem is, it means we're above nature. And it's a brand new world. The world is created every single second. Chaydish, Chaydish. A new world, a new world, a new world, a new world. Re- recalculate, reframe, reframe, redo. Brand new, brand new, just born, just born, just born, just born, just born. Fresh. And above nature, you know, above nature, these things happen all the time. But then Chafe Adar is about, yes, the birth of that world, but still Chafe Adar is the birth of a world, which the proof of that world is gracious by a real world. From Chafe Adar, from the first of Nisan being Rosh Hashanah, it's not either or. Is Rosh Hashanah on the first of Nisan or the first of Tishrei? No, 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 it's not either or. It's when the world is created on the first of Nisan, in thought, in Hashem's thought, it opens up the way for then Hashem to then, on the first of Tishrei, created in physical reality. And they both probably happen simultaneously. And therefore, if they're happening simultaneously, and therefore, when that happens, it, it, at this point, we, we can't say, well, you can't bring these visualization, the world being created every moment into everyday life, but we just said it does. Especially when it seems, when it corresponds with Chafe Adar. Chafe Adar, yes, is the world in thought, but the world of gracious, it is the, it is the precursor to the actual world being here. So in a way, you know, first Hashem created in thought, and then, so to speak, first, there's no time, time, but as if, First he created in thought, and then he created an actual deed. Oh, oh, what do you think the person with the, it's, I mean, Lahabdil, the person with the parking spot is saying, yeah, yeah, me too. What do you mean, me too? He's saying, first I just take a couple of minutes to visualize myself finding a nice, easy parking spot. And then I drive around, and then very often, not always, and then very often, a parking spot appears, and I just slide right in and park comfortably and walk to my destination. First I create it in thought, and then it comes into actual action. Great. Okay. If that's the case, I mean, you know, so that person will say, well, that's the way Hashem does it, so why shouldn't I? First coffee other than coffee Elo. First Rosh Hashanah and Nisan, and then Rosh Hashanah and Tishrei. I do the same thing. Okay. That's the person with the parking system. You know, it's a, it's a thought. It's a thought. I'm not going to make a decision. Saying it's a thought of how to live life. And it's interesting that it has become so popular. But then your question is, it's called in Hebrew, Ad Kedekach Akamon, to such an extent like, Come on, seriously? You're going to compare God's creation of the world in thought and then creating an actual deed to, you're going to actually apply that to parking spots? Please, do me a favor. This is super mundane. You know, this is really mundane. I mean, it's not appropriate. It's not appropriate to, to, to try to put Hashem's 
methodology into your parking spots. You know, deal with it yourself. That's what the diehards would say. But what do you think Bechol Drakecha De'ehu means? No Hashem in all your ways. All your ways? You mean parking spots too? Well, if all your ways includes parking spots, then it's all your ways. In the mundane world, where that's what you do in the world. You have to look for a parking spot and you have to go to the store and you have to take out the garbage, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, put it in the alleyway. You've got to do that stuff. That's part of the world, the mundane world of gracious fire, looking at the mind of the earth. That's what we do. That's the physical world, the neshama world where we're learning deep concepts. Very good, but that's not the physical world. The physical world is make sure you make sure you take out the garbage before the trucks come, because otherwise it'll be sitting in the alleyways, the alleyway for for two days, and that's not a good idea. And so we will end with this. We say to ourselves often, "Very beautiful, nice concepts." I'm not going to start with a let's face reality again. I don't know. I don't feel like I, I don't feel that I have the ability to actually be that buoyant, upbeat, spirit, not even spiritual, hopeful, light, light, light and upbeat and tyridic and holy in everyday life. Says the Sikha. But there's a moment when Parsha Sakhaydish comes out in Chafei Adar. And it is something incredibly special. And it is a moment that empowers you in your everyday life to bring that Siddish, that it's all going to work out. Shem is running everything. We're above nature. We don't have to worry about the limitations of nature. They don't apply to us. We live in nature. We use nature. But the limitations of nature don't apply to us. And that we learned that the easy way, hard way, something way in the University of Hard Knocks, which was called the land of Mitzrayim, Eretz Mitzrayim. As we're preparing for Pesach now, we remember that it's all about the Eretz Mitzrayim, the land of Mitzrayim, the land of the worship, the limitations of nature. And we were there for a couple of hundred years. And we kind of got to see where that gets you to. Nothing but slavery. Because what they were teaching and what they believed in, in the land of Mitzrayim, in the land of limitations, was not the truth. And that not truth, if it only remains not truth, that's fine. But it devolved into the ultimate evil and corruption. So what we want to do is step into truth, truth, beyond limitations, take the laws of nature, look at them and say, okay, well, we're from beyond the laws of nature. We'll use nature as we need to, to fill the the world with the light, the light of Hashem, the light of Mashiach. So let's give each other a bracha. But on this chafei adar, through this chafei adar, the birthday of the world, the birthday of Rebbe Chaim Mushka, the Malka to the Melech, we will be able to step into the Gula Mitzvah with the Melech 
you know, see the Melech, sorry, I don't remember the passage, but see the Melech in all his glory, and see Hashem in all his glory. The Gula Mitis Vashlema should be immediately now. Thank you.